you've survived another week. Thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to episode number 279 of the Urban Shooter Podcast. I'm your host, Ken Blanchard. This week, we're going to talk about some news. we got armed citizens. I want you to plan for two events, one coming up in August and one in September. A little inspirational message about shooting straight. And no particular place to go. It's summertime. It's all laid back. But you know, Christmas is only about five months away. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the Freedoms Network. And it's causing quite a stir. All this and a whole lot extra coming up next on your favorite righteous podcast, The Urban Shooter. Crossbreedholsters.com presents The Urban Shooter Podcast. Thank God for an expert. The weekly program variety show featuring the internationally known black man with a gun. Your friend and brother from a different mother. That's what I call a close encounter. Ken Blanchard. Love it. That is a star. You're going to love it. It's a classic. All right, I'm back. Hey, thank you for joining me again this week. I really appreciate you being a part of my life. I am Ken Blanchard, Pastor Ken, but you can call me Ken. Check out the blog, what the show notes shall be, at KenNBlanchard.com. Or, if you don't remember that, you can find me, BlackManWithAGun.com. If you want to email me 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you got a question, you got a comment, you uh, want some clarification about something that I spoke about, my email address is also BlackManWithAGun at gmail.com. Yeah. My telephone number, toll free, my voicemail. You can leave a voicemail message anytime you want. It's 888-675-0202. One more time, it's 888-675-0202. And if your computer works and you have a uh, microphone hooked to it, you can even use a little touch button on the website on blackmanwithagun.com on the right-hand side of the screen. And actually, you can Call me and leave a message right there, and it comes right through. It's kind of cool. I think it's called SpeakPipe. Um, it's working pretty good. Loyal, Lo- my friend Lloyd has used it a couple times, and uh, it really shouts. So you might want to back away from the microphone when you do use it. If you want to keep in contact with me, there's also a email capture list on that front page, and the reason I have that is that I send out a note probably once a month. I'm just telling you some stuff. I do it very sparingly. Um, And I got all these backups, my backups for my backups, because see, even though I have Facebook page and I have a forum and we got the new freedoms network, just in case something goes away, I got your real email address. I can still email you and say, Hey, that's why I do that. I'm actually can kind of get myself away from Facebook actually. And uh, we've created the Freedoms Network. And in short, that's like a mini Facebook. It has the ability to do everything Facebook does. But it's for us. It's private. It's a social media platform for all pro-gun people and just the cool ones, actually. No trolls, but leprechauns are allowed. And I'm, it, it caused a little bit of a stir because folks kind of got envious of the thing and that's not what the purpose is. The purpose is to make a cool little community of people that I want to hang around with. That's the best part. I'm going to talk about it in a little while, but 
I like having you with me. I like reading your stuff all in one place. And there's like some podcasters and some bloggers that are also cool. And I kind of want to put them all together so that all that coolness can be in one spot. Yeah. And then you can make your own form if you're a blogger, if you are a podcaster and you don't already have a forum. This kind of gives you one. You can make up a whole little mini group within your group. And we're all being this town. It's, it's kind of nice. I got some well-known podcasters and bloggers and firearms instructors on the way. They're like super busy and don't know exactly how this is all going to work into their marketing plan because I kind of just threw it at them. They weren't ready for it. Um, somebody blesses you with something. You're kind of looking for a, a catch. And uh, I know. So they're doing their due diligence on me and trying to figure out What's my angle? But my angle is good karma. Put it in layman's terms. I'm doing it because I can and because it just feels good. That's it. We got some news coming up and I got an inspirational message about integrity. Mm -hmm. I got a couple events I want you to mark down in your calendars. And if you can, by all means, make it, I want to see your face in the place. Had some really good shout outs this week. I talked to a lot of people. I actually just got back from a gun show. Probably the biggest gun show I've ever seen in my life. And uh, a lot better than the one that we had in Maryland just uh, a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I'll talk about that after John Wayne leads us in the Pledge of Allegiance. Are you ready? Let's begin with episode number 279, The Correct Way. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right, even though it's not in the news, like really big, I want to highlight something. The Summer Olympics just started off tonight, but tonight is also um, a sad anniversary. In 1972, in Munich, in the southern part of West Germany, uh, members of the Israeli Olympic team were taken hostage and eventually killed by um, a terrorist group known as Black September. Yeah, and folks just kind of glaze over that. But remembering those who died for nothing. All right, got a couple of events I want you to mark down in your calendar on August 13th in Detroit, in Motown. Rick Ector, one of Midwest's best gun activists, firearms instructor, training counselor, is holding the second annual open carry dinner from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. It's a Monday night, August 13th. It's in a couple of weeks. I'm giving you a couple of days to Kind of figure out if you can make it. It's called Legally Armed in Detroit's or Laid Second Annual Open Carry Dinner. And tickets are reasonable, basically paying for dinner. That's it. It's in a place called The Upper Room. It's on Grand River Avenue in Detroit, Michigan. And uh, it's going to be uh, pretty cool. You have uh, 
on-site parking, this delicious dinner, live entertainment, and uh, let's see, Mr. John Pierce, founder of OpenCarry.org, shall be in the place. Also, Gun Owners of America, Larry Pratt, and I'll be there. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be talked about. Now, I know you go to the NRA functions, you go to Second Amendment functions. This is different. And we should band together for the grassroots stuff. The grassroots is what actually gets everything working. You don't have the big political stuff. You don't have the big money machine. You don't have all the publications. You got one guy standing out for a lot of people. Please make sure that his efforts are not wasted. Okay? Check it out. See if you can make it. See if, you, if you're in an area. If you can drive, if you can catch a bus, if you can carpool. Um, I'm flying out there. On my own dime. Yeah. Come on. August 13th, 2012. Open carry dinner. It's going to be monumental. Guaranteed. Second event, the Second Amendment Foundation, their annual gun rights policy conference. They have it every year around the last weekend in September. And it's called the Gun Rights Policy Conference. They usually have a different theme. It's where they get about 40 or 50 speakers, grassroots activists, uh, people that you've read about, bloggers, people in the system that are helping our cause and they give them, they stick them on a panel and they talk for like two days. And then they have, they host a couple of uh, food events so we can break bread together. And it's a good time to meet with people who are actually doing stuff in the movement. I'll be there for that. It's in Orlando, Florida this year. It's free actually. And you might want to bring up, extra bag because they give you like $150 worth of free uh, reading material. A lot of books, a lot of stuff to get you going. If you're, not, if you're a new grassroots activist, you want to get like armed with some knowledge. The Second Amendment Foundation loads you up with it. Plus, you get to meet, meet some really cool people. I plan to uh, act the fool even more than usual. And I'll probably either be in my suite in the lobby at the bar or somewhere just hanging out with people. So you're not going to find me in the conference too much, but you're going to find me there. I'm going to have a good time. I am really living off the energy from all the positive people that are in this group, in this movement, listen to this show, and I'm loving you guys. So I'm not going to be disruptive. I'm going to keep my black behind outside and just hang out with whoever wants to hang out with me. That's my deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my dog agreed to that one. Got her up here in the studio, and she is kicked back, laid back, making crazy sounds. Because my mission in life is not merely to survive, but to thrive, and to do so with some passion, compassion, humor, and style. I don't know who said it first, but I like it. Let's see. Where should we go next? Well, I really ain't got nothing going on. But I do feel like 
I got no particular place to go. This song was a hit in May of 1964. I don't know where you were, but I was like two years old. When I heard it, it was old. I still like it. Riding along in my automobile. My baby beside me at the wheel. I stole a kiss at the turn of a mile. My curiosity running wild. Cruising and playing the radio. With no particular place to go. Riding along in my automobile. I'm anxious to tell her the way I feel. I told her softly and sincere. She leaned and whispered in my ear. Cuddling more and driving slow. With no particular place to go. particular place to go So we parked way out by the Kokomo The night was young The moon was bold We both decided to take a stroll Can you imagine the way I felt I couldn't unfasten the safety belt Riding along in my calaboose Still trying to get her belt unloose all the way home I held a grudge For the safety belt that wouldn't budge Cruising and playing the radio With no particular place to go Speaking of goody, I just got back from the best gun show that I have been to in a long time. After last week's or a couple of weeks ago, dismal display um, at the Equestrian Center. I think it was a Silverado gun show in Maryland where there was like maybe 50 people in the whole place and you could hear crickets and stuff. It was like pretty poor. I thought the whole gun show thing was dead. <clears throat> Not true. I walked into uh well, I couldn't even walk. When I got out of my car, I had to park like about 500 yards away from the Dallas Expo Center just to get inside to the nation's gun show. Um, I was parked in Walmart down the road, and uh, I was amazed. I, I thought 
there must be a, something else going on here. This thing can't be a gun show. And this was the Friday night thing. I usually come right home, eat some chow, and get right on the microphone. But I got invited by two brothers from uh, the Reston Bible Church. So thank you, brothers. And then we had some really cool barbecue at a place called Willard's afterwards. So, you know, I was straight, man. I done had some barbecue and played with some firearms. Nice day already. Now I get a chance to talk to you. So things are going pretty good for the KID. I'm uh, this nation's gun show. It's in Chantilly, Virginia. They have it like Friday evening, Saturday and Sunday. It's at the Dallas Expo Center out near the, uh, not too far from the airport. A lot of planes cruising over. It was like a thousand tables in there in, in comparison to the one in Maryland. Ten times the size. I mean, it was like a thousand tables um, after you got in the door and you get past the folks, you know, NRA members sign up, get in free. You pass by the um, the guy selling all the Nazi memorabilia. That's kind of a scary side. All the SS people kind of sitting over there. And then you kind of cruise down the line and there was all kind of booths and stuff. I met a guy and they sell uh, cases. They custom make cases. I thought that was kind of neat, like Pelican cases for your anything, cameras, firearms, um, special stuff you're traveling with. Might have to check them out for something in the future. Saw a really cool little invention. This guy had like a a magnet called Magna Arm. You can like connect your firearm. You can like stick it under a table or wherever it was like a, a metal thing, even in your truck. And the magnet stuck on the slide part of your firearm so boom there it was secure and then ran into a um, a jeweler young lady by the name of Jenna and she has a website called genuine genuinely Jenna and it's spelled kind of funky but I'll put a link to it on the show notes for episode number 279 at com. she makes this jewelry it's original out of shell casings and she has like one looks like a a little flower or yeah like a flower but a little rhinestone inside but it's actually brass she has cut these shell casings into little circles and made like really cool design necklaces and rings and earrings and stuff oh no rings earrings necklaces and kind of pendants and stuff and oh, I had a set of cufflinks, too, that are pretty snazzy. I went crazy and bought, like, two things. If my wife doesn't want the uh, necklace, I'm wearing it. I just slapped that sucker on a bigger chain. I think it looks kind of tough. Um, I'll show you a picture of it. I've, I might have tweeted it already. But I really dig it. Her site, again, is genuinely, and I spell with a J, Jenny, G. Oh, J-E-N-I.com. And again, I'll put the link on the show notes. I was going to talk about the Freedoms Network in detail, maybe. But I'll wait until we get a little love or show a little love to crossbreed holsters. Being an armed citizen means having a gun with you all the time. Carrying a firearm every day requires a holster that is both concealable and comfortable. Whether you choose our Super Tuck Deluxe or Mini Tuck, you'll have the confidence that comes from being discreetly and comfortably armed, prepared to face unforeseen dangers. Crossbreed holsters are handmade in the USA, 
come with a lifetime warranty and a two-week try-it-free guarantee. Order your holster today at CrossbreedHolsters.com. The U.S. Constitution is without a doubt the defining factor that sets America apart from the rest of the planet. The Second Amendment is the part that gives the Constitution teeth, truly empowering we, the people. Since 1975, Gun Owners of America has been the ever-vigilant watchdog of the Second Amendment. GOA attends every hearing, pushing daily in order to safeguard your right to keep and bear arms and will accept no compromise. Because after all, it's a right, not a privilege. I'm Bill Frady, and this is Gun Owners of America Radio. And now, back to the ever-present incredibly groovy cool Ken Blanchard and the Urban Shooter Podcast. I want to introduce a new feature to you this week. It's uh, going to be as often as I think I need to do it. It's called the Cigar of the Week. Yeah, I know. Cigars and smoking may be dangerous to your health, but so is living. I've always had an affinity of cigars and pipe smokers. And the men that did it in my circles were the old wise guys, the accomplished and the, I don't know, just the cool. And I always want to be older. So now I am. I'm still learning about cigars and want to share what I have gathered so far with you for possibility of exchange of information. Things like your favorite brands, your favorite cigar cutters, lighters, humidors, places you've smoked, good and bad experiences associated with it. Just want to know. You know, there's like a lot of reasons why we enjoy cigars, those of us that do. And we do it traditionally to celebrate the birth of a child, or a wedding, or a promotion. To me, it kind of goes with fine wine, strong drink, and good company, all in the pursuit of happiness. It's a status symbol that's used to, or that used to belong just to the aristocracy. You know, the use of tobacco is frowned upon now, socially in a lot of places, well, places I don't go. So... If that's not for you, no problem. I know it's a serious health issue that causes cancer from the mouth to the neighborhood. So if this feature isn't for you, I understand. But I believe if you do it in moderation, your body can recover from whatever ill effects we do to it. Technically, the finer variety, the aged cigars, have less acid and alkalinity and nicotine than cigarettes. So see quality. No drugstore smokes here. We're not talking about the prepackaged stuff for this thing. Cigars are usually not inhaled, so though not free from trouble, you might have less of the issues if you, you know, you don't inhale. I know it's still bad for you now, and I just had to put all that out there so I can go on. Even though I prefer this to be a social activity, I do it alone 90% of the time. I usually smoke at the end of a long day or in a celebration of a long week. I smoke alone because I'm not able to smoke with anybody and when I do it, I'm kind of by myself. Well, whenever I have the mind to do so and I want to fire one up, I use it to relax from my routine to contemplate parts of the universe or just want to watch my grass grow. It's definitely me time knowing that the smoke wards away family members. Now, there is an art and a culture to this thing and that's what I'm going to be sharing in the coming weeks it's always nicer to smoke with someone you can converse with, and that's why I have it. So, join me here every week for Cigar of the Week. Please feel to f- share your favorites, your comments on the show, on the show notes for every episode. So, smoke them if you got them. Mm-hmm. 
All right, I almost forgot to um, talk about the cigar that I smoked recently. It was from the Ashton family, and I found them because I was getting a free subscription to Cigar Aficionado, and uh, love that magazine. It's a big old sucker. You can't hide it. You can't put it nowhere, but um, has some good stuff. Ashton uh, VSG, and it has a real pretty cigar band. And I tried this the Ashton Cabernet as well. It's a the Cabernet is a Connecticut shade wrapper. That's the lighter one, and it's a Dominican tobacco. It's real smooth. The VSG is a dark Ecuadorian sun-grown wrapper, and um, in the Cigar Aficionado magazine, it gets like a 93 rating, and the Cabernet a 90. So I thought that was kind of cool. Those have been my favorites so far. And I got some really cool stuff on Twitter today because I asked, uh, does anybody smoke these things? And does anybody want to give me some recommendations? And I found out that um, Walt from Pennsylvania, a podcaster and cigar lover too, sent me a whole bunch of stuff. He says um, he recommended Oliva Seri G. Maduro, Oliva Oliva Seri Five, the CAO, La Torrevillata, uh, various EP, Carrillo uh, Products, the Drew Estate, Liga Privada, T52, T52, and number nine, and the Hoya de Nicaragua, Doc uh, Corojo, I try to say it in English, and uh, Fuente Fuente, Opus Dex, or Opus 10, for the Fuller Cigars. And thanks, Walt. I will be digging those up so I can get some pictures so I can match when I go to the cigar store and say, hey, do you got one of these bad boys? And I should be set for a while. I usually you know, only smoke probably one a week. And my buddy just gave me a, a one before he hit his vacation. So I was going to puff on today, but never got a quiet round to it. It's a Hoya. De Monterey, Excalibur. Um, real dark, looks like a Maduro handmade joint. And uh, appreciate that. I will let you know how that goes when I do it. All right, thanks. And that's the cigar of the week. Ashton, I like it. I like it a lot. How about some news? The Advocate, Newark, Ohio. Paraplegic man kills intruder during Johnstown break-in. Johnstown. A Johnstown man might not face criminal charges for killing an intruder because of a centuries-old law called the Castle Doctrine. Under Ohio's Castle Doctrine, the law presumes residents are acting in self-defense when using deadly force to protect themselves against intruders in homes and vehicles. The term comes from an English common law concept that a man's home is this castle. Yay. Well, here's the deal. John Muter was asleep on a couch inside his home when the paraplegic awoke to a masked man pointing a shotgun at Muter's head. This was at 2.15 a.m. on a Sunday morning. 
And Johnstown Police Chief Don Corbin said all that. The intruder, identified as Brian Dyer of Johnstown, had stolen the shotgun from a bedroom in Muter's home after entering through an unlocked door. Dyer said he had taken medication and wanted to know where more guns were located. Muter told him while pushing the shotgun aside, then shot Dyer with a handgun Muter kept nearby. Somebody broke in my house, they had a gun to me, and I shot at them, Muter told the 911 dispatcher. So you never hear this stuff anywhere, but it's actually reported in the the Advocate, Newark, Ohio. Our next story, customer chases bar robber away with own gun. And this is from Associated Press, also in Pennsylvania. And I believe this is called Cochranton, Pennsylvania. The owner of a northwestern Pennsylvania bar says one of his customers grabbed a robber's shotgun and chased the man away. Many are tough in Pennsylvania. Nate Stritzinger says the incident happened about 1.30 a.m. Sunday at Nate's Bar and Grill in Cochranton, about 75 miles north of Pittsburgh. Stritzinger says the suspect put a money bag on the bar after firing one shot into the ceiling. He fired a second shot over the head of his bar manager after he told the robber, we don't do that here, when he demanded money. That's when Stritzinger says his customer grabbed the gun and chased away the robber. That's all right. State police in Meadville are still trying to identify the man who also fired a shot into the ceiling while robbing another bar just past closing time on Saturday in Sagertown. Our next story, robber, victim, get into shootout in a St. Louis store, St. Louis Post-Dispatch, Missouri. A man turned the tables on a would-be robber when he grabbed his own gun, started a brief shootout inside a St. Louis convenience store on Monday night, police say. The victim was hit once in the shoulder. The robber ran off. It wasn't immediately clear if he had been shot. The shootout happened about 9.30 p.m. Monday at a convenience store. And that's uh, North Newstead Avenue. The victim, 31, told police he was approaching the entrance of the store when a man pointed a gun at him and said, give it up. The victim ran into the store and got a handgun. The police spokesman Tuesday morning said he didn't know if the victim worked at the store, or any more details about how he got a gun inside the store. The two men began exchanging gunfire. After the victim was shot, his attacker ran south on Newstead. The suspect is a black man, 20 to 25 years old, 5 foot 10 inches, thin build. He had short braided hair and wore a dark green or black t-shirt and blue jeans. He carried a dark colored semi-automatic gun. And he's still on loose, I think. Let's go to Connecticut. Milford residence shoots intruder. This is reported from the Hartford Current by David McKay. A naked intruder this time shot by a homeowner who said he was protecting himself after a struggle with the man was apprehended by police after he waded into the water behind the man's house on Point Lookout, police said. The man, Benjamin Prue, 25 of North Carolina, was captured in knee-deep water as he brought as he was brought to Yale New Haven Hospital, where he remains in critical condition following critical condition following a second surgery for a bullet wound in his chest. Well, you thought it was the Shawshank Redemption he was getting away? Prue will, will be charged with second degree assault on a person over 60, home evasion, home invasion, 
first degree burglary and criminal mischief. Oh, it's mischief. All right, man, let me just slow down because the abonics is taking over. And if I keep this up, I want to be able to understand myself. All right. According to Mello, at about 10 p.m., Murto, who was alone in a large house, heard a noise and went to investigate. I can tell you that right now. I was here last week by myself. I heard so many sounds in here. But I know one thing. Ain't none of them bulletproof. So rock on. He was confronted in his living room by Prue, who was naked. Damn naked people in your house that don't belong. Nothing worse than that. The two men struggled on the back porch, Mello said. During the struggle, he said Prue bit Murdo several times on the arms and hit him on the side of the head. Now that's nuts. At some point, Mello said Murto managed to break free and ran upstairs to call 911. After making the emergency call, Murdo grabbed a gun and ran back downstairs to confront Prue, the naked man. Mello said uh, Murdo tried to fire a shot into the air to ward warned Prue off, but the gun wouldn't work, so Murdo ran back upstairs to get another one. Uh, wait a minute. It was the flash. It didn't go off. I'll be right back. When Myrtle came downstairs a second time, Mello said he tried warning Prue away. Oh, point a gun at him wasn't working, so harsh words. But the man began advancing towards him, and he shot Prue in the chest, Mello said. Mello said it appeared Myrtle fired at Prue in protection of his home, but he was forwarding all evidence to state's attorney, Kevin Lawler. Mello said there is no evidence that the men knew each other, but he had no explanation why Prue would have been in Myrtle's home naked. In the past, state prosecutors have declined to prosecute homeowners who have wounded or killed intruders in their home as long as it occurred in the home. And Point Lookout is just to the east of Gulf Beach on Long Island Sound. Myrtle declined, declined to comment. Yeah. I'll leave that one alone myself. Sacramento, California. Off-duty federal police officer shoots two, kills one in Modesto by Adria Borba. Modesto police officers are trying to piece together a very complex and large crime in a strip mall at Standiford Avenue and Prescott Road early Sunday morning. They left one man dead and another injured. What began as a large fight around 1.30 in the morning ended with gunshots and a running to the door of O'Malley's Bar and Grill. He came running up to my door and told my bouncer he was an off-duty officer, says owner John Boyett. The crime scene is extensive, with trails of blood drops snaking through the parking lot behind Burger King. Modesto police have identified the shooter only as a federal police officer at the Defense Logistics Agency in Tracy, better known as Sharp D Depot. We're not treating this as an officer-involved shooting. We're dealing with this as a shooting that happened to involve a federal employee, Lieutenant Rick Armendariz told Fox 40. The shooter's name is not being revealed by Modesto police officers, nor is he under arrest. And that's kind of cool because that could have happened to the kid at one time. We're hoping that there were witnesses on the scene that could either corroborate this information or dispel this information, the chief said. And not just the feds, an off-duty officer kills a burglar in his home in the Philadelphia Daily News, that's in PA, story by Morgan Zealot. An off-duty Warminster Townsend, an off-duty Warminster Township, 
There we go. It's a small world after all. Police officer shot and killed a burglar in a second floor bedroom of a cop's home in Philadelphia's Upper Roxborough section, police said. A second burglar fled in the officer's family Honda minivan, but was later caught by Springfield Township Police, authorities said. The officer, his wife, and their four children were asleep about 3.50 a.m. when the burglars apparently broke in through a ground floor. Awakened by the noise, the officer confronted an intruder in a bedroom and opened fire, striking the burglar multiple times, police said. The alleged intruder, who was pronounced dead at the scene at 4.12 a.m., was identified this afternoon as Edgar Melberger, 39, of Kensington, police said. The suspect arrested in a stolen minivan was identified as another guy, I'll leave his name out, and Philadelphia homicide detectives are investigating. And not just in the U.S., in South Africa, intruder shot by resident. This is in the local, look local section. It's called Update Friday, 20 July, 1.23 p.m. According to a CPF chairman, Robin Candy, the suspects had fled the scene and were shot by a man standing on his balcony. Initial reports suggest one culprit was shot and two others fled after breaking into a house in the Tiger Avenue in Greenwood Park. According to Greenwood Park Community Police Forum Chairman, I guess that's what the CPF stands for, Robin Candy, three men broke into a house about 9 a.m. this morning. That was last Friday. An occupant of the house heard the commotion, came down the stairs, and was confronted by the intruders with an S, said the man shot one of the intruders in the chest and the other two ran. It's alleged the wounded man is recovering in hospital. And that's the news from around the world, from our armed citizens. All right, one thing you're going to get on this show that you won't get anywhere else is a little inspirational break and not real preaching, but a message of encouragement, positive stuff just to get you to survive another week. Why? Because I love you. And then the damn thing you can do about it. Shooting straight. Marksmanship is the art of hitting what you aim at. The problem for too many of us is that we are not aiming at anything. We don't have any goals. We are in a hurry to go nowhere. We have no particular place to go. We get caught up in the types of firearms, a tool, the ammunition to run it, or the personality that endorses it. Too often, we can't use any of it. We have lost our sight picture. Living close to the White House doesn't give me any insight into what's going on with our government any more than the 99% of the talking heads, conspiracy theorists, anarchists, and anger mongers you might be listening to. So be careful, my friends, not to miss out on life in doing so. Enjoy your family. Enjoy living while you have a life to live. When you have a good day of shooting, think about it. You're able to block out all the distractions. You overcome physical stimuli and pain sometimes to focus on your front sight. In short, you hit what you aim for. We should be living like that. Be a person of integrity. Shoot straight. A wonderful counselor I know named Emmanuel taught me to let my yes be yes and my no mean no, meaning be true to yourself and others. Be a person folks can count on. If you're invited somewhere and can't go or don't want to go, say so. 
is actually courteous to the client offers rather than to be wishy-washy. As in shooting, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Be watchful that you don't get into the habit of being spun up over crap that really means nothing in the scheme of things. doesn't matter who says it or where you read it from either. Politicians and prostitutes will say anything to get either your vote or your money. It's still just a distraction. Regain your focus. We are at the range whether we are shooting or not. People are shooting off their mouths, blogging, advertisement, and doing crazy stuff all around you all the time. It's said that when you open your eyes in the morning, you're being sold to, advertised to like 460 sometimes before you close your eyes again that evening. Keep your aim steady. Have a target. Get a good grip and stance. Your platform in life is still important. Take time to breathe. You know, oxygen deprivation gives you the shakes and makes you weaker. Breathe, baby, breathe. And if you're tackling a big gun, rack it with some force. It's like that in life. Be either cold or hot, but don't be lukewarm. You know, tepid, stagnant water just breeds parasites. And if you're handling a precision piece, press with care. Straight back. Never ride the middle. And there's a message in here somewhere. Did I hit it? Shoot straight. All right, for the last couple of weeks, I've been hinting around at the Freedoms Network. That's that new social media site that I created under the Blanchard Media Group logo. Well, let me tell you what it is. It's um, The official launching is the 1st of August, but I've been asking folks to come on board um, ever since probably July. And uh, despite how you feel about Facebook, you got to admit they've done some stuff right. They've made it creator-rich, and it's become a habit to some of us. It brings people together in a way we used to reserve to special occasions. Now, like Facebook, one of the things that I've done right personally is bring people together. As a gun rights activist, pastor, and firearms instructor, that's kind of my niche. It doesn't always make money, but I have a lot of um, goodwill currency. Now, I've pissed off some people, too, um, because sometimes I get kind of impetuous on my own or I I take something they do wrong and I shut them down or I I ain't perfect. But what I've done, for the most part, is try to be real respectful of people. And I've learned I'm trying to evolve as a person myself. So what I did was I created this network and I originally started. I wanted it to be this giant hub and we can all benefit from um, marketing dollars and I was going to make money and charge everybody who was a part of it. Um, but somehow I got lost in the smoke. Um, as I was thinking about it, I just like being around good people. So that's what happened. Um, I threw out the invitation to a couple of people I know that are nice, um, that I appreciate, that I respect, that I want to work with. And not everybody said yeah, but some did. And those that did are now part of the Blanchard Media Group as the content providers. 
What's it going to be? Why is it different? There's a couple of networks already out there. There's a lot of forms, buku of them actually. But this one's a mini social media site that I control. It's my house. It's my community. So I'm going to make sure I keep out the trolls. Leprechauns are welcome. Trolls are not. It has everything Facebook has minus the advertisement and the big brother stealing your information stuff on it. If Facebook tomorrow to turn into a anti-rights group, anti-rights organization bought the thing out and kicked out all the gun related stuff, we'd be short. Well, we won't be because we got Freedom Network. I have podcasters and bloggers that are Second Amendment advocates, activists, podcasters and bloggers. Some are well known, some are not. But the common piece of it is they're friends. I'm going to grow the mug. I'm going to grow it as big as it can get. I'm gambling. I know. That the few that come over and grow the site make it a thriving community. But you know, there's satisfaction in building something that didn't exist. Maybe it's not um, Park Avenue on Monopoly. Not the blue properties. Might not even be the green. I'm going to hope for at least the red stuff on that side of the board that after I get a couple of of really good people and they bring their friends and family over we'll have a really nice town it's called the freedomsnetwork.org and what I'm going to do as a black shirt media group is actually help them when I travel someplace when I do things I'm going to be looking for opportunities for the people on my network the least I can do how will I get paid well right now I'm just doing that goodwill thing but I kind of know when you do good for people stuff comes back it's been working for me for 50 years so far so I'm going to keep on doing that I almost forgot it yeah so I also know that sometimes I can go out and and get really good contacts with people but they're, they're product or their thing doesn't fit me and I have to let it go well if I got a few more friends and I know what their desires are their wishes are for their podcast for their blog I can funnel that stuff right to them I can pass I can get right out of the way and just do the introduction and then we all win I made something happen and they got the resources that's kind of what I'm going to do I mean, it's a little different. It's still a work in progress. Um, I'm not going to hold anybody to, um, you got to leave me or you must be loyal or die or none of that crazy stuff. You don't like it? Swoop. The way I made it is um, you can share your stuff. Like say you have a blog and a podcast somewhere else. I'll just take the RSS feed, put that in there into Freedom's Network and we can see it. So if we have 5,000 people, maybe 2,000 of them have never heard of your stuff and they can read it through the RSS feed there. They don't have to search for it on the web. You know how kind of like if you like one thing, you might like something else. That's what it's like. There's some 
a community. If you like this guy, if she's like a really good blogger, you might like this person too. They're kind of similar. Same thing. And you got me policing it. Trolling for trolls. And that's it for the most part. New town on the internet. New space in cyberspace. Social media for Second Amendment advocates. For gun lovers, podcasters, and bloggers. How big can it get? Who knows? I know I have a budgetary thing when it gets too big and I have to do something else. But right now, I got it preloaded for for a while. So though I'm a Christian, I'm going to let that Buddha principle of karma kind of roll. Right now, it's all good karma. Freedomsnetwork.org or .us. If your content provider, blogger, podcaster, give me a shout. See if you fit in the community. And if you don't, it's cool. Like I know there's about five or six people who they like didn't even answer me back. They just, you know, I guess they didn't want to hurt my feelings. It's, it's cool too. But if something happens and this thing blows up really, really big, I'm going to be looking at you sideways because you didn't come on with me earlier. I'm just saying. I ain't all that um, all that all nice. I can be crabby too. (laughs) Freedomsnetwork.org Check it out. Join if you want to. A community. A group. Of cool people. Freedomsnetwork.org Remember, there's an S in there. It's Freedoms Network. All right, I want to thank uh, Jeff and Bobby for uh, joining me for dinner for that barbecue out of Dulles today and uh, give a shout out to my wife for just being herself. Love that lady. I actually saw um, another lady, Mona Lisa. I doubt if she hears this show, but uh, we go way back like a rocking chair. Saw her at the uh, NRA booth today. I was kind of shocked. Told me she was now a Christian. Unbelievable. God is so good. Speaking of God, I want to um, send a prayer out to uh, TJ from Nova Armament. I know he's going through some stuff. Praying for your mom, dude. And for all my friends at Nova Armament. Big shout out to you guys. Hey, how about this? Guns, new and used, ARs, SCARs, AKs, handguns, shotguns, and cool airsoft stuff. NovaArmament.com I got a great new gun shop for you to visit in Northern Virginia. It's called Nova Armament. Located in Herndon on 795 Center Street, Suite 4A. NovaArmament.com The place is nice, the guys are great. NovaArmament.com Check them out this Saturday and say hi to Malcolm, Cameron, TJ, Chris, or Wade for me. NovaArmament.com Don't forget to uh, check out the Legally Armed in Detroit's Open Carry Dinner. See if you can make it on August 13th. 
make plans to attend the Second Amendment Foundation's Gun Rights Policy Conference in September, the last Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of the month. And uh, continue to shoot straight, my brothers and sisters. And just in case I don't get a chance to talk to you until next week, remember this. Do not pray for an easy life. Pray for the strength to endure a difficult one. Shoot straight. Shalom, baby. This concludes another weekly edition of the Urban Shooter Podcast. Thanks for listening. Feel free to leave Ken a review on iTunes about the show. Join the forum on blackmanwithagun.info or comment on the show notes on kenblanchard.com. The sky is crying Can't you see the tears roll down the street The sky is crying Can't you see the tears roll down the street
real, real bad feeling That my baby, she don't love me no more Can you see the tears rolling down my face? 